Happy Sunday, everyone, and welcome back to Voice Memos. I'm your host, Kara, and today we have the birthday special edition episode. Yesterday was my birthday, the 15th, and I had my Hoboken debut. I mean, I'm posting this, I'm recording this on Friday, so it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I don't know if there'll have to be a debrief. I guess we'll see. Um, I just put it out there to a lot of people. I didn't really tell half the people that it's my birthday because I didn't want it to give like birthday party vibes like <laughs> the more the merrier I don't care who's there so I didn't want anyone to feel uncomfortable like I don't really know her um but my dad is playing so that's kind of just what I've been telling people and we're doing like a open barish kind of spiel like $40 for three hours which is honestly a good deal for Hoboken it's typically like 65 to 80 for three hours which is kind of crazy I can't drink that much in that amount of time but I think it's a good deal, and I'm excited. I had so much fun there last time. My cousins all live in Hoboken. There's, like, five of them coming. My cousins from, like, honestly all over are coming, so I'm excited for that. And they're all, like, adults, so it'll be really fun. Um, and then I have, like, family, friends, and stuff that are, like, driving quite a bit to come. So I'm grateful for that. But we're going to jump into this episode. It's going to be a quick one. Again, it's 22 lessons I've learned. I might say a couple things here and there, but... Yeah, that's really it. If something big happens on my <laughs> birthday, maybe I'll post a Wednesday episode, but I doubt it. We'll just we'll just regroup on Sunday again. And my first one is number one, be authentic to yourself. This is my biggest one. This I really went in on the past tour. Let's say honestly, since college, I think I've been really good at this. But if you're not doing things for you, or you're pretending to be someone or something else, who are you living for? It is your life. You do things for you. You do what's going to make you feel good. You're the one living in your body, in your head. So whatever makes that a good place to be. You don't owe anyone an explanation for doing what feels right to you. And people are always questioning me going home every weekend. But at the end of the day, again, I don't owe anyone an explanation. And I'm happy. That's what matters. If I'm driving two and a half hours, five, honestly, total every week, and I'm happy, then that's what I'm going to be doing. Number two, life is too short for shitty friends. You deserve people that show up for you, that are happy for your success, undeniably loyal friends, ride or die type people. That's the people I want in my life. Not any of this like half-ass, bad communication, not consistent, not reliable people. I don't fuck with that. And I was talking to my therapist actually like yesterday about just the people that I surround myself with and just like, I guess like growing up and <laughs> going to be moving to like different locations and like traits I look for in friends and the kind of people that I want to keep around. So it's always something important to consider. Number three, being self-aware doesn't count if you don't do anything. If you're self-aware and you're just calling yourself a shitty person and you don't do anything to make yourself feel better, that doesn't count as being self-aware. I think there's so many people that are like, oh yeah, I'm like really self-aware. Like I'm like a pretty horrible person. Okay, are you fixing that? Like, are you in therapy? Are you journaling? Are you doing anything to better yourself? A guy once told me, you deserve so much better. I'm a shitty person. Like, you don't deserve this. And I, like, that is your sign to run. Like, you don't, like, tell them, like, it's okay. No. Figure your shit out then and then maybe find me again later. But you run then. You don't, like, comfort, comfort them. If they're telling you they're a shitty person, take their word for it and leave. Number four, the people you surround yourself with mirror who you are. Again, interact with people that challenge you. If you're around people with no drive or ambition, you're never going to get anywhere. 
you want to be with people that have goals and are always, you know, taking care of themselves and other people and they have like similar values, but also people that are kind of in a higher place than you, I guess. So there's always something to strive for. If you are, I don't know how to say this without like sounding like (laughs) bad, but like if you're just surrounding yourself again, like if you know you're the best in the group and these people don't want anything in their life and they're just satisfied with where they are, that's not your kind of crowd. You want to be with people who have achieved more than you too. Like a good balance of both people that are trying to achieve more. Just, you know, want something out of life and aren't satisfied with where they are and just stuff like that. Um, it's also okay not to have a specific friend group. I I do have a friend group, but like I, I don't always hang out with them. Like they're they're great people, but I don't stick to one friend group I have a lot of friends in different groups and different ages and I go out with all different types of people the people I'm going out with that I'm going out with now never even spoke to in high school people I went out all the time with high school I don't always go out with them now like I'll see them from time to time but it just changes and I like seeing different people I like meeting new people my best friends are in like all different friend groups so again you don't have to stick with a certain friend group and if you don't get along with your friend group from home anymore that's okay too. You're going to outgrow people. Number five, how people treat you is a reflection of themselves. This is so important. Insecure people are going to talk shit about others or bring out their insecurities. Happy people are going to want other people happy. But at the end of the day, just never take anything personally because everyone's just coming from whatever they're internally going through. It's really never about you. It's just how they handle things and their perception and what they have going on in their life. Number six, happiness is an inside job. No one, res- no one is responsible for your happiness. No one can control it. That is all on you. Number seven, handle disrespect with grace and dignity. Communicate your boundaries. Have an honest conversation and then pull back your energy. But hold yourself high. You don't always need to go like start a war. Just be graceful. Keep your dignity and move along. Eight, you don't need to work out every day. This has been a big one for me this year when I took that like random week off. I guess it was like last month and I didn't go to the gym for a week just because I was being lazy. Like I just like genuinely didn't want to go. I lost no progress. I looked the exact same and I was lifting the exact same I did that week before at the gym when I came back. Like I was, I just hit this, I went for the same PR when I was lunging and I hit it after a week off and if that would never in a million years happen with my high school self, I was working out seven days a week, mostly twice a day. And it was insane. I felt so guilty if I missed a workout and I'm so, I'm in such a better place with it now. And it feels so good to not be stressed about that. Like there are things to be stressed about in life and getting to the gym is, should not be one of them. That should be like a fun thing taking care of you. Number nine, sometimes you have to give yourself closure I've learned this a lot in life. You're not always going to get an explanation when you need it. You're not always going to understand why certain things happen that way. Some chapters you just have to close for your own peace. And again, you're giving yourself that closure. Take the disrespect as closure. Accept that it's not meant to be right now, this person or whatever it is, whatever chapter just closed. And more often than not, I think every time big things have happened in my life and I was dying for closure and in the midst of it and I was so upset and broken about it I would get closure years after breakups friendship breakups whatever it was it always kind of came to a head 
years later and you kind of understand more and you weren't even looking for the closure anymore. You already like closed that chapter and you're feeling okay, but it does come years later and it validates it a little bit more finally getting it. But again, and for the time being, you have to give it to yourself. 10, always say thank you. That's just good manners. No one owes you anything. Just be polite and I'm pretty good about that. Not pretty good. I am good about that. I have good manners. My parents raised me well. Number 11. This is a big one for this year. A healthy relationship does not mean boring. I feel like I've been talking to guys and I'm like, this is just seems boring. This isn't fun. No, Kara, that's just like a healthy man that has his shit together. I am just used to the highs and the lows and the trauma bonds and like being all into me and obsessed with me and then they don't speak to me for a week and it's just like that ever-changing energy, that is not healthy. That is not an emotionally mature man. The right guy is not going to trigger this panic feeling. I'm not supposed to be feeling anxious or on edge after spending time with them. That was a big tell too if after I was with a guy or hung out with a guy and then I leave and I'm just anxious and so like like nervous and stuff. That is the bad energy. That is a gut feeling. That is just not someone that you're supposed to be with. But as we get healthier and... I'm not talking about like the gym and eating well, like kind of, but I was talking about like mindset and emotional maturity. As we get healthier, we attract healthier people. And I think every time I talk to someone, it's like a next level guy. So like (laughs) they keep getting more mature-ish, but not totally there yet. (laughs) Um, Haven't found someone I definitely want to let in. Number 12, vulnerability is a strength. I used to be so closed off, never told anyone anything, and I'm so open now, I guess, about my mental health and things I'm struggling with, and especially on my account, I post more about getting people through the same thing. So, vulnerability is not something to be ashamed about. I think it's important to talk about our mental health and what we're feeling and openly communicate that, especially with our friends, partner, family, whoever. 13, you can control your response, but we don't always react how we'd like. This is what I've been working on a lot in therapy because reactions in general are typically obviously immediate and it's when you're in an emotional state, an an emotional state, and I don't always react the best way. It's not always my best look, so sometimes I do have to own it and apologize for how I handle things in the moment, but I've been getting better at getting to a neutral headspace first and then responding to the situation so that can just be like, hey, I don't really know how to respond to this yet. Like, I'll get back to you. Number 14, listen to people's patterns, not their words. Always say this one, actions speak louder than words. If someone's telling you one thing that they're so into you and that they like you and all these things and they're making no effort, they're reaching out once a week when they're going out, drunk texting or just not putting anything in there, just listen to the patterns. Stop going with what they say. I hate it's so frustrating and it's hard. But if someone continually is like love bombing you or telling you all these things and they are not putting their money where their mouth is, just walk away. Save yourself the time and the energy. It's not getting anywhere. People that want to have you in their life are going to make that extra effort. Actually, it's not even extra effort. It is the bare minimum usually. Number 15, take any opportunity to travel. I love traveling. I love seeing new places. Um, my sophomore year, if anyone has been following me since then, I went on, it was the spring semester, so it was like 
COVID-ish, like we weren't in, in person. I went to the Bahamas, FSU, and Charleston. So I visited my guy friend, and then I went to Charleston, visited my girlfriend, and I went to the Bahamas as a family trip. People were offering to, like, have me visit, or my mom asked me if I wanted to go on this trip. Just say yes, always, to traveling, like, across the board. Money, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Number 16, you can't change people. They have to take the steps themselves. We kind of talked about this in the Law of Detachment episodes. You can't make someone see an issue in their actions. You can't make them apologize. You can't make them want to change. They just have to get there and do it for them. Number 17, be more present, especially with your family. Just get off your phone, spend more time with them, talk with them. I have such a better relationship with my family now. I'm so grateful for it. In college, I mean, in high school, it was honestly kind of rocky. I just, like, never, I wasn't close with them. I didn't tell them anything and kept to myself, like, really didn't spend any time with them. Now I'm coming home every weekend. I'm excited to see them. I'm so close with, like, my parents and my sister and my extended family. Like, we're always together, so... I'm really grateful to have such a good relationship with them and to have been rebuilding that. Number 18, forgive yourself. Give yourself compassion, grace, and understanding. Accept you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You cannot control how your past self showed up. And I'm really hard on myself and always overthinking things. And my therapist told me, the second you've forgiven yourself, you've escaped. Because I asked her, I was like, when am I going to feel okay about this? Or like, when am I going to be able to carry on? And that's when she told me, like, again, the second you've forgiven yourself, you've escaped. You are your toughest critic. You need to free yourself from whatever is weighing on you so heavily. You And just accept you cannot control how your past self showed up. All you can do is be a better person today and the next day and continue to be better. Number 19, what goes around comes around. It's energy, karma, whatever the heck you want to call it. The universe picks up on it and will send whatever you are giving off back. Number 20, don't be afraid to spend time alone. I love being alone. I love not having to talk to people and just vibing, doing my own thing. Again, being alone is going to be an episode in itself, especially with like the dating scene and being comfortable in yourself, but that's an important one. Number 21, mindset changes everything, speaks for yourself. How you handle situations, how you talk yourself through them, it changes everything. Number 22, eat after drinking. <laughs> this has been the biggest one for me this, the last month or two. I don't know who didn't tell me that you can eat after, okay, so I was always scared of eating after drinking, especially when I was in my super restrictive and unhealthy mindset with food and working out in my body. I refused to eat after drinking because I'm like, I'm going to just gain weight. I'm just going to be fat if I wake up in the morning and I ate the night before, which is so ridiculous. Like I would not eat after drinking. I would just chug water and go right to bed. Raging hangovers the next day, horrible anxiety, just not the vibe. I guess it was New Year's Eve. This is the first time I had a slice of pizza after you know, drinking the night out. And I felt like pretty good the next morning. <laughs> and I didn't feel guilty. Like I, it was a slice of pizza. Like, was I kidding? Like I was going to get fat from a slice of pizza? Like ridiculous. And see, that shows that I still have sometimes like a rough, a restrictive mindset with those things. Um, But anyways, now I'm always eating when I get back, 
bread, cereal, pizza. It's usually been pizza. And I've been, I've been doing well. I haven't been dying of hangovers as much anymore. So my birthday tomorrow, I better have a I better have a thick slice of pizza or something to whatever, soak up all the alcohol. But anyways, those are my 22 lessons. I hope you took something away from this or some of these lessons I've learned over many years has helped you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this, don't forget to rate and follow us on Voice Memo Pod on Instagram and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to it on. And that is all for today. I will talk to you guys next episode.